Welcome to the show. You can watch and subscribe to the Project FIA TV show on YouTube. Drop comments and questions to us on the podcast via Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is Project FIA Goes PC. Well, hello there. This is episode number 85 of FIA Goes PC. And as always, I'm your host, RebelZen, a.k.a. Danny Hale. Uh, man, it's been a it, well. It's been a fast two weeks. You could almost say that two weeks have gone by as fast as Operation Warp Speed, and people know what that is if they care about geopolitics. I'll come to that in a second. Uh, there's a lot, lot been happening around the world in these two weeks, as always. Uh, more of the same, a lot of more of the sames. We will briefly glaze over the uh, election results of the USA because we can only do that. It's still ongoing. I kind of thought it would be last time. I kind of uh, hinted that I thought that a lot of this process would be drawn out, and it is being drawn out. But there's some positives, despite the media negatives. So I'm going to go through my thoughts on that in a bit. But I'd like to say this, okay? It's been two weeks. Wynn has now basically uh, ordered enough pizza that she's got a pizza box city in her corner of this abandoned botanical gardens that we still find ourselves in. I myself have moved out to the caretaker shed. So there's a bit of distance between the two of us. We don't really see each other that much anymore. We kind of peer at each other through the windows. One with the crack that you remember me talking about. Um, yeah. But uh, it's been interesting living in my shed. How are you doing, Wynn? Say hello. Hello. Yeah, you you finding it nice in the uh, pizza box city that you've created? Mm, you can do a lot with pizza boxes, actually. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're not too greasy, you know, the cardboard, you can. Can you? That's great. Up. You're doing a lot of gestures. <laughs> now, I know you're used to one episode out of these 85 that's been uh, live broadcasted, as in you could see us, but when was making gestures of what you could do with pizza boxes? Building blocks. Right. You know, like real life Lego, but. The, the, the most obvious thing you can do is make a massive alligator. Chompy, chompy things. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. not very creative. Or cardboard castanets, if you're a flamenco dancer. <laughs> castanets. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Your hands have to be pretty big for that. Uh, anyway, so enough Blue Peter-esque talking about pizza boxes and the uh, multiple uses you can have for them. Um, you been all right? Yeah. Yeah, you coping in your uh, library and botanical garden life? Kind of bored. Is it? Yeah. Well, we're still waiting uh, on our treehouse with no leaves. It's coming. We're very certain. We're, we're feeling positivities <laughs> in the uh, the way the wind's blowing. But we are still in lockdown. Mm-hmm. We, we sometimes forget this. We've been in and out of lockdown. There's been so many U-turns in everything as far as the UK is concerned. Things happening, things not happening. Yeah, it literally feels like we're back to the where the, the place we started. Hopefully... We will be, and we can carry on. Do you think we all get our year back? Do you think there's going to be a yearly extension to life? Yeah, can I get a refund? Can we get our year back? <laughs> Maybe we should get to, like, January 1st and just call it 2020 again. Yeah. Maybe. Just pretend this yeah, never pretend happened. it never happened. <laughs> Shoo it to one side. And I'll be a year younger, so mm-hmm. I'll be happy about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yep. closing in. I'm closing in on the big numbers. Yeah. 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 Like 650. Wow. Getting closer, one one day closer. 
Um, yeah, no, there's a lot going on. I wanted to, uh, don't want to spend, uh, basically with the US politics, and I'm sure all of my American friends around America right now will agree with this. There's not much you can really say that hasn't been said. We, mm -hmm. We've covered a lot of the areas. So I'm not going to dig deep into it. I found it hilarious that Kanye came out with like 60,000 votes or something. I think it was, yeah, it was like 80,000 or something. By the so, end, yeah. by the recount. <laughs> He's been very quiet on the recount. Yeah. You don't really hear a lot about Kanye West, really. Um, but yeah, no, I find it really quite interesting what's going on because the positive I take from it, and all Americans don't take a lot of positives because they're so partisan spread, you know? So if you're a Democrat, you're really fed up with this. Mm -hmm. And if you're a Republican, you probably think there's a chance still. It's almost like I got five of the numbers of lottery, <laughs> but I didn't get a sixth one. Does it count? Yeah. I, I got nearly. one of the last numbers in the sixth one, but I didn't get the whole thing. Does it count? No, it doesn't. I got the right numbers, but in a different order. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just going to clarify it, right? We all know that Biden's in. Mm -hmm. I think we all know this on he an intuitive le level. But president what, elect. Right. But what Trump has done is he's made people count every single ballot. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened, you know. I don't think there's been so much scrutiny. Mm. In a way, that's a good thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think Americans, if you're listening, you can imagine now your elections are going to go on for three or four <laughs> weeks. But I think there should be a whole thing with that. You should do play-by-plays. Uh, you should have like... Uh, week party. Yeah. yeah, I made a joke to Solomon. Uh, so Hi, Sol, how are you doing? He's in South Carolina at the moment. I have to say that because... We're both the South Carolina massive. Both of us have experienced the city of Columbia. It's very good. Good for you. There's a lot of good and there's a, a bit of bad, <laughs> but mostly good. You know, uh, it's where I learned about grits. grits. I always thought that's used for ice on yeah. the road, but apparently you can eat it. Didn't know that. Don't go eating grits, everyone. Not if you in see, the UK. Yeah. If you see a box of grits on it, I'm not having a Donald Trump moment. Don't do it. Okay. Don't start going munching on grits. Mm, just add milk. No, 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 no. Mm. These are uh, grain. Kind of cornmeal, I think it is. It's a Southern American dish, like uh, in the South, in the Deep South. I don't know what the not so deep South is, or the shallow South. I'm not sure if there is a shallow South, or the uh, learning to swim South, the not so deep South. And when they say it's deep South, my opinion is it's not that deep. People are quite, <laughs> you know, simplistic. So it's not like there's a load of deep Southern Philosophers. scholars. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There yeah. might be. They're just, you know. There must have been um, in history. Mark Twain. Twain. Yeah, he sounds like <laughs> you've just let a little acid band go. He wasn't really a scholar, though, was he? He was more like a wild man. Well, like, I was collected. just going to say, you do get philosophers that, you know, hide out in the middle of nowhere. So you, you never know. You never know. You get philosophers that hide out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like. In the middle of nowhere is automatically or a, a cave. Hideout. Or, no, you <laughs> know what saying. I I was using it as a verb, not you a You mean noun. like me? Living in the old carpenter's shed by an abandoned botanical exactly. garden. Exactly, you're a Gypsy philosopher. I am you? very much a philosopher, mm -hmm. as he you've heard. He philosophizes about very strange things. No, things that are very real <laughs> and true, like uh, the apparency that unicorns are an endangered species. Thank you, Pete. Mm. But here's the deal. So, and I just had to do that because it's a Joe Bidenism, and he is president elect. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay. He must have been a poker player. I'm pretty sure. Like a dealer. That's the only dealer that doesn't get shut down by law enforcement, we notice. <laughs> you you be you drug dealer, bad bad mm -hmm. thing. Gun smuggler, bad thing, or a dealer of guns. Uh human Arms trafficking, dealer. can't do that. But 
car deal is fine. Yeah. You can do that. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. actually a vocation most people <laughs> seek to do. In fact, a lot of people are worrying right now in mm-hmm. lockdown. Like, what am I going to do? When all of this is over, what am I going to do? Yep. Be an online poker dealer. There's loads of jobs for that. What? Yeah, you just have to press enter a lot. No. That's... Yeah, that's how it works. It's all programmed. How, how do you mean that it's all programmed? It's They're not... real people. That's not a job. Isn't it? We no. should be trying to make a kind of pseudo-analog digital amalgamation of card games where it's Zoom poker. Because mm. you'd see everyone's cards. Think about it. It's easy. Or everyone's playing with a different deck, so that doesn't How do you work. How do you figure that? Everyone's <laughs> playing with a different deck. Yeah, because because they're in different locations. No, you have to, tell, you have to, you have to synchronize it right. You tell them what you've got. They tell you what they've got, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the US election... On that digression of <laughs> how to create jobs on online poker, uh-huh. I think I definitely think it's a viable job. Um, I just literally before we started doing this, Donald Trump spoke for the first time since his uh, golfing retreat, mm. um, which Hide- is the he only was sport hiding out there. <laughs> the only sport you can really play socially distanced, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, smack a ball and chase a ball. Grab the ball and pick it up and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good sport. A lot mm-hmm. of people like it. Okay. Yeah. So um, his speech was interesting because he didn't even address his uh, situation on the presidency himself. Mm-hmm. He actually addressed the coronavirus situation with the vaccine. Right. And I only saw the three minute clip that CNBC put out on YouTube. There is a whole 33 minute thing, but I thought, well, I'm not going to watch that. We don't have Internet for long. Um, we're not even relying on ice cream trucks. Wynn's actually done this life hack with pizza boxes where she's turned it into a 5G tower. How do you do these things? <laughs> it's Kisha Chinese, I'm sure. What she did, she just got a bunch of Huawei phones that America threw at us because they don't want they them. They don't want them anymore. They don't want them. They literally dropped them into England. They, You know, like where they drop stuff in Africa, like mm-hmm. charity parcels? Mm-hmm. Got a bunch of Huawei phones landed through the roof of the botanical garden here. Mm. And we had nothing but Huawei phones. It's a nice thing to say, Huawei. Mm. It's a nice sounding mm-hmm. thing, isn't it? They don't TikTok's want... not banned anymore. I was just going to say, they kept that one. They kept it? <laughs> yeah. It hasn't even been sold. No. See? They wanted it because it's profitable. Well, it's interesting because it's the buzz thing. Mm. There are so many teenagers that don't have something to do for 15 seconds. Oh, you imagine? <laughs> so um, it seemed that he was subdued in his speech. Mm. He was very articulate in a three minute clip that I saw. I'm going to watch the whole thing, but I think it's more the same stuff for 33 minutes. Sure. Um, 10 times what I saw, basically. Mm. But he's having this problem where he's attacking the uh, governor of New York, who's like a diehard Democrat and he won't trust the vaccine. And Mm. Mm -hmm. This is the thing that I find is really traumatic about this whole experience is that the division is all politically aligned, right? Yeah. So I think most people in the USA especially are bigger and better than that. I really do. And I think that what we're subjected to, and it was just a thought that I've got from Trump's sort of saying, oh, our administration's done this better than any other politician has ever done this 
we've never had this situation before, so you can do it better than anyone else because yeah. we haven't had it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's like saying, I pay this, play this new, uh, I don't know, sport I've invented. It's called Zenga Ball Farfa, and I'm the best player of it because you don't even know what it is. Exactly. So you can self-nominate, not, 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 nominate. You can self-nominate, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I think that's the thing. You can, I'm not on any uh, copious amounts of uh, vitamin C, I can assure you that. Mm. But basically, you can self-nominate yourself as a world champion in anything you've created can yeah, you yeah so you can also be a game. record breaker exactly i wonder what the record breaking <laughs> record breaker is as in the guy that smashed the most vinyl that'd be interesting uh, you're a double record breaker in that sense a literal record breaker. you are you are the guy that says no to vinyl mm. who knows but um yeah so the thing about what I'm sensing is that there is an admission in this really weird pride kind of way that he's lost the presidency. Yeah. In fact, every count that's going by in these two weeks, Biden's get extra stuff. It's almost like, oh, <laughs> yeah. man, there's a place we didn't know about. Biden's got that. You know, Biden's just won the votes in Mexican City. What? Yeah. Anyway, it's all well, funny. Well, it was a given. There, there were states that flipped from yeah. the last vote. But so. one thing I saw, because we're actually in that period now, of waking up from this crazy four-year coma that we've mm -hmm. all been in, mm -hmm. of division and insanity and the media being harassing Donald Trump. More impeachment attempts for any president ever, which tells everyone about the fact that politicians don't like an outsider coming into their little cool club, and it's not cool, mm. right? So a warning to anyone who's ever going to be from the outside getting into political movement that isn't a lifelong careerist dynasty politician, mm. expect that. Right, but I actually see a sense of something really cool coming. I've I've been one to look at the positives and a lot of negatives for for a lot of this. The one positive from Donald Trump's side, and a lot of people have fallen off their chairs laughing at that statement. But I think it's been very important that he's dragged the count. So we've got every number and every count of every vote is now valid. Mm -hmm. I don't recall any scrutiny like that ever. Yeah. Now. Not, one not thing, so wide, widespread. Sure. It was usually focused on like one state or something. Yeah, exactly. Like Florida, because yeah. it's a winning state. Yeah. But if someone got to 272, it's declared yeah. and we don't it's care done. about the rest of the votes. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you fill in a glass of water and whoever gets to the top fastest wins. So there could be a, a huge amount of numbers that haven't been correlated or whatever, because mm -hmm. that's how the electoral thing works. All Americans know this, or at least the ones that are politically active. A lot of mm. Americans have gone to sleep right now because um, they're fed up with this. But what I will say is the positive is that that has happened. Donald Trump's scrutiny has actually led you for a more realistic landslide victory. Mm -hmm. Last time I looked, Biden had won by 272. Yeah. Now he's, a, he's like 306 or yeah. something. I find that to be quite amazing. So, cool. I also think the transition uh, speech that Biden gave was amazing. Mm. It really was. It kind of gave me a, almost a righteous George W. Bush feeling. Okay. Because George W. Bush, <laughs> he was um, <laughs> he was like the kind of what? Did he just turn up? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> right. He was the kind of president, right, that when you watch the gore... I watched all of that vividly. Yeah. All right. So I'm just telling Americans I've been locked into most of your debates because I find them to be like WrestleMania. <laughs> They're quite <laughs> okay. cool, actually. Um... Uh, you need popcorn for it. 
Uh, all the debates are hilarious. I like them. But George W. Bush, I remember watching the Al Gore George W. Bush uh, election. It was quite infamous, actually, because mm. that was the recount in Florida. Yep. And Gore was already celebrating I'd won. Mm. And then he hadn't. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, mm. the, and Jeb Bush was George Bush's brother, who's the uh, governor of Flor Florida at the time. So there was a lot of. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Mm -hmm. And then for the next, you know, eight years, George Bush spent more time in a ranch, whatever, <laughs> w whatever. But he came across in his debates, especially far more um, everyman. And something about everyman in U.S. politics endears you to it. Yeah. It feels safer. Of yeah. course, Dick Cheney wasn't in the picture. <laughs> I think everyone just likes to root for the underdog, essentially, like I our I, instinct. I'm is... not sure if it is that. I think with the Biden situation, there are people gasping for oxygen as far as intellectual oxygen. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. love him, hate him, or indecide, undecide, or absolutely cultist follower of him, Donald Trump has been chaos personified for four years. There's yes. just, he's just absolutely not... <laughs> presidential no. if there's new standards of world politics is like that nothing would get done no. it would be nuts it would be interesting i mean mm -hmm. can you imagine a g8 summit i don't like your uh, i don't like your shoes are oh, you dressed like a badger you know everything would just be throwing trade and insults oh, did you hear what he said last year he's a complete ear just because he likes uh basketball whatever it's going to be all of this nitpicking what i think brexit the conversation of Brexit's a lot like that. Yeah. Mm. But um, I feel like Donald Trump has really exposed what politics is in America. Yeah. It, and, and that's such a positive thing. Yeah. I in, really believe that. In the that. long term, he's really just kind of ripped the... the well, he's, he's like... The I, veil I, off, I, I think, guess. Yeah, and I think what it is, is like he's the change that Obama probably was speaking about. Mm. But it's just not what you think changes. No. And change isn't what you think it change is. Change is always unexpected. Exactly. It's never... Life was drawn out, it wouldn't be changed, would it? No. You'd know it's coming. <laughs> you know? So I feel like the positives from him, his speech with the coronavirus was interesting. Okay. Because here's a guy that's basically not... He's, he's, you know how squirrels went from red to grey? Yeah. That's what his hair's done. So his hair's <laughs> literally gone from squirrel red to squirrel gray. So it's obviously found a new mate. Uh, for for our international left. listeners, it's um it's an ecological thing that's been happening in the UK where we used to have more We ha squirrels. our natural squirrels are red and then American gray squirrels turned then, up here and yeah. we've all gone American. See? See they what still happens? exist, but they're just less in numbers. It's because our squirrels have been voting for the US election. <laughs> That's what's happening. But basically, Donald Tr Trump's hair, a.k.a. a squirrel, mm. has gone from that lovely kind of foxy two-tone to like two very squirrel gray. OK, <laughs> and one thing one thing that really hit me in watching this speech mm. was we've been talking. So many people have been talking about him for so long. There's almost this sadness to see him go. Because a lot of people have been driven loopy on everything he said mm -hmm. to the point where it's hate or love or yeah. some kind of fanaticism Waiting or some for kind his of next tweet right. just to but react. If you're comedian minded or in the entertainment or even curious about media or anything like this, you're really gonna feel the gap. Mm. We felt it with George W. Bush going. His sense of humor was amazing. Yeah. It really was, right? 
and Obama came and there's just nothing. There's no fuel. You got no fuel. But Obama's too cool. correct. Yeah, and awesome. <laughs> it's the guy you want to hang out with, man. He's everyone's uncle, you know. Mm. But Biden came off in his acceptance speech, if you could call it that, almost like oxygen. It almost came off like, finally, there's a world leader here. You know, mm. he's, he's passionate. He's trying to unite. It was really cool what he said. Didn't he try to run before? So this is actually a kind of he's tried to run a, a few times, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Back in the day, in different eras. Mm -hmm. The last time he um, ran, I think suffrage had just come in, so the women got their first vote. Wow. I'm joking, by the way. What? <laughs> it's not that old. <laughs> Your belief system. I don't, I don't know history. Yeah, no. Um, they just invented the first car. The wheel was founded. Shut um, up. Da Vinci was still doing his missionaries. Um, but basically, I hate you. I know, yeah. See what I did there? Um, he's been biding his time for a long time, mm -hmm. that old Joe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But basically, you know, his speech was good. Kamala was bearable. She was tolerable. Mm. But there was something that made me feel really excited about the Democrats. And that is the power of who they've got. Andrew Yang, mm -hmm. who hasn't got a lot of voices on him i think he could be in a position on the administration i think that aoc could yeah alexandria uh, alejandria cortez orcasio cortez i don't know the there's a orcasio yeah it's um is that like an option would you get like it, it's uh, a double, psycho orcasio no it's a double barrel surname there's a dash ah, orcasio cortez is yes. that because she's married uh, no or is I that just know. the unity of amazing parents i really <laughs> like her yeah, yeah. I like her because she's Ali from the block. She's, you know, uh, okay. Alo. We're gonna Alo. call her. <laughs> yeah, see what I'm saying? No, she's real. She's yeah, she she's, she's 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 learning on the job. She's mm -hmm. one of us. Yeah. You know. She's young. She's got. She eyes is, man. On, you know. We're we're starting to actually quote Supergrass, an old British. Are we? She's young. She's free. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to say, I was a little bit dubious when she first came. Well, it, when she scene, she, I, I've when she started in Congress, right? She was um, emblazoned with energy and yeah, passion. It was a little bit right, too but much she's at times. she's been also incredibly learning on a job, mm -hmm. um, learning all the schematics, knowing mm -hmm. the rules and the by rules. But she's been very true to herself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to point the onus on that because I think that's a really positive thing. Yeah. Now the issue is. The Democrats have these power, like Bernie Sanders to me. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's so unreal that Bernie Sanders wasn't up against Trump yeah. instead of Hillary in 2016. I'm sure a lot it's, of people it's feel so that way. unreal. Well, it's so it's such a stupid thing for the Democrats to have done. All right. Like, here's the thing. The news likes to broadcast. So we've got all of these networks around the world, and now it's unilateral. We can watch Fox in America. We can watch CNBC. We can watch it all on digital TV. Mm -hmm. So we, like, literally can patch into all, any news, whatever, even NHK World. Hi, NHK World. How are you doing? My mate Riohe works for him sometimes. Mm. Yeah. The issue is that when you watch BBC, they're talking to you about stuff that makes you feel like everyone's watching this right now. The truth of the matter is the numbers are really, really low. It's like 1 million, 1 1.5 million viewers in the, in the nation are watching this stuff. Now, something that's really been doing my head in in the election, and I just have to make this known, there is 368 million Americans, roughly, 
hundred and let's say fifty million voted. That's about half of the population. Yeah. And they're saying it's record numbers. Yeah. Oh, they love this. You know, mm. this is the highest numbers since records began. Well, there ain't no records because the record breaker smashed them all. I'm just saying it. Um, <laughs> half your population voting is not a good thing, is it? That means the other half is either considered like non-applicable. Yeah, because they're too young. Or yeah, they could be. That's or, a good yeah. chunk of how much of America is young. If half of the population no, is too young to vote, no, but obviously there's a percentage that yeah, of course, that it's all of the yeah. grey areas. You know, like this guy doesn't care, and this, and that would be a more interesting survey, wouldn't it? The poll would be who's not voting. Yeah. I'd be interested in that poll. Are you voting? <laughs> no. Oh, cool. Tick your name off. How many people are not voting? Who mm. can? You know. Mm. But um, a lot of it's also ethnicities that they don't qualify. Yeah. Um, criminals. Ex-cons. Yeah, in some states. Yeah. It, it's so weird, you know, when you think about it. And I think the the positives you take from this are the fact that people now know it. People now know the reason that you need to do this. Mm -hmm. They know the failings in the system that a lot of politicians, young, old, still relevant, still dynasty, whatever, have said. People are this discussing system, it. Yeah, this system is not now. right. This system is not right. They're saying that. Yeah. They've been saying that for years, but now it's seriously not right. Yeah. The issue is that Pompeo, who you've all heard me talk about, the Wild West gunslinger, Pompeo. But yeah, he did a speech that was chilling, mm. not acknowledging anything. And it's very technically worrying when you've got someone who refuses to give up power. Mm. It really is. Yep. But yeah, when you relinquish power, I've never known anything so close to a U.S. dictatorship. Mm. And it's it's sad because which part of this is Trump believing that he's doing a righteous act? Mm. It might be that he's a victim of his own promotion mm. and he actually believes that there's a swamp to be drained and stuff. I, I honestly feel like we saw this glint that Biden is going to bring a transitional government, a bunch of new faces. Hopefully, yeah. And if that is true, I think if you're a Republican listening right now, you might have a issue with the, the construct of this just because of partisan affiliation. But I think that it would be an incredible time because I think the Republican game would be set higher. Everyone has to be self-relating mm -hmm. to the world that we're in now. And I just think it, it was an interesting glimmer of hope. It's not because I'm affiliated to the kind of construct where politicians are the answer. But it felt like there was actually more sincere consideration and passion behind mm. what Biden was saying. It also felt like he's on some copious amount of mind <laughs> helping drugs to get a sentence out. Because really? towards the end, the caffeine had worn off and he started getting a bit, <laughs> you know, yeah, needs to sit down. tripping over himself a bit. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, I think he said he's transitional. He knows he's just to get the party in power. Yeah, right. You know? Um, but there was some there was some kind of little hints of JFK. There was some real value in what he was saying. Mm. Globally speaking, he wasn't just talking to the American people. He was focused on them and he was promoting the USA, which all good presidents should do. But yeah, no, it was it was interesting. There was a kind of feeling where maybe this is really going to be good. Mm -hmm. Maybe there is something around the corner. I think a lot of things have to tweak. I think my perfect thing is that the Republicans hold the Senate and the Democrats hold the presidency when Congress is kind of a half and half split only because 
the Republicans have got some seriously good talent in their midst. And working with someone like Biden, if whose claim is to unite America and work with both parties mm. or all parties on every front, it's the best of both worlds, man. So I think that's a good blend. Uh, it's, you know. Let's see how it pans out. Who the hell knows, man? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's all going to be over soon. I think we are going to miss the we're going to miss the Donald Trumpisms. <laughs> I, I was thinking, what could he do next? Because you're obviously not going to get the Apprentice back. Your viewership is going to be. I think he should do the uh, Trump show, like the Jerry Springer show, and basically do a chat show like that. Because, or he could do like a stand-up tour. Well, the Republicans are kind of trying to make him a construct, like mm. a hard party member now. Mm. And there's a lot of people thinking he might run again in uh, 2024. Yeah. The, the consideration by then, I think, will have moved on to a point where he can't. Yeah. You know, I think if he holds power and suddenly there's this huge coup, that'd be an interesting ricochet across the planet. Mm. The thing that's really annoying is that the Republicans are holding classified documents from Joe Biden. He doesn't have access to them. Yeah. That's really petty. Yeah. It's really... Can't see all of the wheeling dealing we're doing. <laughs> it's like, you know, dude, come on. Yeah. It's it's like there's some really weird stuff going on. But I wanted to transition because I don't do this enough. I've focused a lot more than I thought I would on that. But the transition is here in the UK. You know how Americans probably think, and they're right, actually, quite a lot of time, that they're the most suave nation in the West. They mm. are, right? They've sure. got such a interesting 200 plus years of history nearly 300s really and it's very interesting mm-hmm. a lot of it's like this whole first innovation and a lot of firsts have happened is pretty amazing but we seemingly are the guy that runs the antique bookshop with a tweed jacket would you like some tea with that guy right in this argument now i know we're not because we've got chav culture but i was gonna say nothing wrong with antique bookshops Nothing wrong with them. No, but lovely. America's kind of like, you know, hey, man, we got a comic store. Come and have a look. <laughs> and playing metal, big right. fireworks on us. And we're like, oh, hello. You know, it's, it's, that's the conversation. Yeah, right, Our politicians right. make us look like dogs. There's never been a Vinnie Jones politician. <laughs> no. There's never been a, oi, what are you doing, mate? No. There's never been that. And there should be more of that, right? Yeah. They, they, like the whole UK needs to be represented in our politics, but instead we're like, would my right honourable friend like to see me do a glove puppet impression? Would you? It's <laughs> yes, very. Please. Do you see what I'm saying? And they're all like, nay, yay, we're all horses. <laughs> it's all kind of like, you know, it's all a little bit, it's a little bit stale and stagnant. And I don't know why the wigs there, and I don't know why it's Mr. Speaker. What's Mr. Speaker? Sounds like a really bad album from an eighties pop band. Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker. Yeah, by Rimple Stinkleblacks, uh, who's like quasi-European, apparently. Anyway, um, the point that I'm saying is to compete with America, mm-hmm. we did the very British thing of our prime minister allegedly throwing his chief aides to the wind mm-hmm. because he's been doing the Winston Churchill thing, hasn't been working for him, and now he wants to do softer sense, be more caring, more considerate. Meanwhile, the whole UK is like, Jesus, can we just get over this thing and get back to what we're doing, right? Um, But all of our politicians haven't got a cool factor. No. At all. We've got some young, talented politicians. Mm -hmm. 
okay? Really good ones, actually, in the government right now. Our Chancellor Exchequer, if you care about it in America. By the way, that's our finance minister. I don't, why Chancellor of the Exchequer? It sounds so, it sounds like a chess move. I'm just going to play the Chancellor of the Exchequer on you. What? Yeah, I'm going to take oh your horse God. with my uh, orangutan. That's what I'm going to do. I've changed the this game. This is chess a weird room. chess game. It's, it's different. It's Zoom chess. That's why it's weird. Zoom chess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, going back to the Zoom chess or the Zoom game thing, it was just a brief visualization that totally wouldn't work. But I just thought, wouldn't it be an interesting this VR setup? Mm. where you actually play games with each other online i know they're doing a pub quiz but that sinks because it's digital in a sense yeah um but yeah no cards or something could be quite fun but you can't do it you're right you need two decks i mean you could do it in the same house what's the point well i mean the only way to do it is to do it digitally so each person's screen has their own card so you're playing you're playing it without the other person seeing what you're doing yeah yeah that's basically an app game like you don't have to see them exactly or an appy game Mm. going back so that's the tangent of uh trying to create something that doesn't make any sense no, on Zoom. Make any sense. um you could do minesweep a little legitimate version but you'd uh, lose an arm and leg um what yeah 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 sweeping for mines no that's not a game well i mean it could be if you're into ufc it's not a it's the next good evolution. literal game yeah better jobs uh so our government has kicked the aid out dominic cummings now a lot of americans may or may not know who that is but he's the chief advisor to our he's basically the mastermind of brexit really there's a film actually benedict cumberbatch does yes very good you should Mm -hmm. watch it it's called uh big dom it's not no (laughs) (laughs) it's called cummings and goings no No, it's not it's uh yeah it's uh I'm going to get it. It's uh, 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 a world divided. I don't know. It's called something. What's it called? You know. Brexit. Um, Brexit, the story. The story of Brexit. Yeah. Mm. Brexit still sounds I like cereal. Just look it up, guys. Yeah, it's a, it's a Benedict Cumberbatch movie and that we Benedict should really know the title of. And we can't fact check because we don't have the internet. Benedict so, Cumberbatch plays Dominic, Dominic Cummings, Cummings in, in that it. film. Yeah. It's an interesting film, actually, because it shows how swayed the arguments are with uh, certain things. Anyway, so we've kicked our aides to the side. Boris has announced that he's going to have an uh, administration reshuffle or cabinet shuffle. Oh, it was called The Uncivil War. The Uncivil War. Brexit, The Uncivil there War. There you go. I remembered. I still like my Big Dom or uh, Comings and Goings. <laughs> That'll probably be the sequel because oh, he's off, God. apparently. Now, this is where the media really thinks it's telling everyone, like the British media, especially BBC, you know. Both of our medias, by the way, Sky News and BBC, are very left. Mm. Sky News should be Fox, essentially. It's the same company, but they're not. Mm. So they've always been fairly left and moderate, you know. But it's really bad to bias on BBC. They're super left. Yep. So it's like the CNN, almost, of the UK. It's sad to see it, but... At the end of the day, it's like all of our news reporting is uh, so single-minded that I feel like they're talking to you watching it like you really care what they're saying and you don't. For me, it's a case where I'm just listening to what they're saying to get the weak events, I guess. But yeah, the equivalent of the Trump-Biden war is Boris kicking Dominic and the other guy, whose name I think is Lee something, I forget. Don't quote me. Yeah, Luke Lee something. Uh, any Skywalker will do. But they've they've been pushed to the side. 
Dominic does this great press walk of shame. Where he's he just, totally did it for the cameras. Totally. And in my estimation, he's still on the payroll. He's just, you're not going to see him. Mm. He's going to set up an office down a road. You're never going to know he's on the phone. You don't need him to be in Downing Street no. to be efficient. Optics. Yeah. And I just think this whole government U-turn of we're going to be softer, we're going to be more approachable. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Just fix the situation. <laughs> Who cares if you're softer out of trying to be Winston Churchill or trying to be a poodle? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Just do your job. I think is the important thing. Mm. So yeah, global politics. Trubeck in Canada is ruling out uh, mm. Trubeck in Canada. Trudeau. Tru Trubeck. I call him Trubeck. Trudeau, 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 Trudeau. I'm, dude. I'm, I'm getting confused. Game of Thrones. Tudor, him. Is he his name? Tudor. No, Trudeau. I've gone Ali Giada. Is he Tudor in it? Is he? Is he a Tudor? Trudeau. Trudeau, yeah. Trudeau. It's Trudeau. Trudeau. It ain't false. Yeah, Trudeau. Yes. What about him? He's. He's uh, gonna kill Christmas in Canada. He's threatening to. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a threat, Christmas. is it? A lot of people will be like, "Yeah, right, whatever. Mm. Who cares about Christmas?" Why? Because of, of lockdown, or I'm gonna guess it's probably social distancing. A lot mm. of left-minded politicians are using this to be extra cautious, so there's no blowback. I feel a lot of them are like Scotland's a good example, because in Scotland, Nicola Sturgeon, uh, daughter of a surgeon was basically Sturgeon the Surgeon. Everyone knows that. It's like Bob the Builder, right, no. in Scotland. Yeah, it's the same show. No. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, so Nicola Sturgeon has been a good example of, right, well, whatever the central government doing, if we do two weeks later and someone dies in England, we can go, yeah, well, we cared. We wouldn't let our citizens die because we gave them two weeks lockdown. So whenever there was a government, central government move, should do the opposite. A lot of things are happening with the left politicians around the world the left-wing politicians where they're trying to be extra pc mm -hmm. and extra protected against scapegoats to the point where there's some really stupid things happening like local uh governments in the uk for example did this thing where they separated the main roads with congestion so they redirected traffic which led to more congestion in towns where it's already at a dangerous level right. meaning they killed a lot of people by suffocating <laughs> with pollution they raised the smog in areas, but in the rich areas where the constituents is seen, mm -hmm. it was lovely. You had pristine days where there was no traffic. And this is what I'm saying. Global politics has got this real big issue on, on optics, mm. not fiber optics. I was going to say fiber optics. It doesn't have any position on that. Well, it might. Um, but don't need fiber optics if you got 5G. All right. <laughs> Wow, that was a promotion. <laughs> no. Was that your advert? Jeez, she's not a spy. I'm just saying that because people might spy. talk about you. All right. People talk about me anyway. Well, people talk about you, but you know about I'm it. I'm on the show. You know about it because you're listening to show. them, right? <laughs> so they could talk about it, you behind your back, but you'd know because mm. you got yeah 5G in their room. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> The construct is um, the optics of politicians is like it's getting ludicrous. It's not a popularity contest, folks. It's do your job, get through this thing and tell us the truth. That's all we ask. Just do the right thing in everything. Anyway, regardless, that's why we're voting. We're not voting because you wear better sweatpants than the other guy that we're voting for. 
The idea of the direct contrast between Britain and the UK and America is, you know, I think it's it's really intriguing. So whatever is happening in the US election right now is sending a ricochet of change throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Really is. It really, really I is. I think a lot of the other world leaders of other countries are kind of relieved as well. <laughs> to an extent. It's hard it's it's hard to read because a lot of I think there's a way that you can look at this where there's actually a massive failure in this. Mm. Because personally, I think America is built on a foundation more than any other nation on the planet where anyone can run for office. Yeah. Or run from an office if the office is chasing you. Right. Mm. But running to the office because you're late is a standard thing in America. That's what I think. So any vocational job, any child born in the USA should be able to be a president. Yeah. Well, that's the American dream. Anyone can do anything if you just work hard and... Al Presidentina. Yeah. If you want a female gender, if you're not bothered, president. Not gender specific, isn't it? No. A lot of people like that. Um, or although they, although Presidente, which is just a better word, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I take precedent of your president. <laughs> the construct is anyone should have the right to run for office. And I think Donald Trump wasn't a politician. It's mm. refreshing. Hasn't mm-hmm. happened for a long time. Yep. And it opens the door for Kanye. Jeez. Probably not the best candidate. We've discussed that. He's not. He His heart's in the right place surgically. Mm. It's been verified. <laughs> but, you know, like you need, you need, there's certain candor and there's a certain brain that you need to run mm. for that kind of power. And I think Trump had it. Mm. I do. And he really thought about it for a long time. Yeah. Like 30 plus years, I think. Like it was always kind of it, on yeah. the cards for him. A lot of people wanted him to be president. A lot of people uh, cross parties and wanted yeah. him to run for president. Um, which a lot of the context is not there now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just pure hatred for the guy <laughs> or some fanatical love. But I think that it, the saddest thing about this is that we've failed globally in supporting someone who's not a careerist politician doing a, a the craziest job in politics mm. governing a state a, an entire country the scale of america is ludicrous mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. but it should have opened doors shouldn't it it should have been something we'd have celebrated more like ronald reagan was an interesting example because he was the in my lifetime the only other one close to trump but he'd run he'd run for governor he'd done yeah, different right. jobs in politics you know it could have been potentially incredible, right? Mm. And the thing that's sad is it's like a missed opportunity mm. is what it's shown to me, just to close this down a bit, is that you can have anyone running for president, but you still get a bunch of idiots behind them, right? Yeah, a bunch of agendas, a bunch of craziness happening behind them. Mm. Even their advisors can be ludicrous. Ludicrous. I mean, Winston Churchill's scriptwriter was the guy who wrote Winnie the Pooh, right? So A.A. Milne. Yeah. So it, it's that ludicrous. I mean, imagine if the dude like George R.R. R. R. Martin or whatever his name is, who wrote Game of Thrones. Sorry, Duncan, I've screwed a name up there. R.R. R. Martin? I think it is. A.A. A.A. A.A.? What? Who? Alcoholics Anonymous. George Martin, who yeah. wrote Game of Thrones. Is it A.A.? George A.A.? Or no, R.R. R. R. It is R.R. R. Got it right. So George R.R. R. Martin. Can I was you imagine? thinking about Winnie the Pooh, sorry. Sure. 
well, that's because we're I'm in a janitor's shed and you're in a greenhouse. We're having a different conversation. Turned into a different thing. But um imagine if the guy who wrote Game of Thrones was Trump's senior advisor. Mm. It feels like he could have been. Because the people who are advising Trump, it's mostly his kids though, isn't it? Yeah. He didn't have any political advisors, it's come out. I'm sure he does, but you know. I just feel does like he listen to them? Mike Pence must be like on career suicide watch mm. if that's a thing there's so many weird things with what's going on in u.s politics when you think about it but i think to the point it's like you'd expect that at the end of this run there could have been a door opening for any old person to come in and try and run legitimately run to be mm. present you know i think i think most americans would agree with this that the representation of america isn't someone in a one percent multi-billionaires no it's someone they all relate to. And mm. it's someone that I think Trump has actually proven entertains the hell out of him for four years. <laughs> like, if you had Bill Burr in, that'd be amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah? you just have comedy. Like, you'd have a weekly presidential podcast. Why not? <laughs> Change the game, dude. That'd be pretty cool, actually. But that, I think the agenda's got to disperse. And I think the people that you keep around you and a party influence on the member that's the head of state, that's got to go, man. That's got to go. You don't want these people telling you how to do your job just because you got, just because they gave you the go ahead and they put you on the pedestal. It's like basically working for Hollywood. Mm. It's like having a whole machine. Yeah. The producers yeah. telling right, you yeah. what they want. We've got this perfectly amazing biopic, right? Yeah. About, I don't know, Mother Teresa. Her life was nuts. What most people don't know about Mother Teresa is she used to dodge bombs, jump over massive ravines. She'd rescue monkeys with her own swinging <laughs> skills. She was like Tarzan. She, liked she was a ninja. Sweeper? Mother Teresa's life, this glorious thing, they want to make a biopic. Mm -hmm. And so a producer in Hollywood gets to it and goes, ah, oh, right. So this thing where she's saving a bunch of kids in a war torn country, now we're going to replace that with uh, she was like, uh, secretly uh, approached by the secret service to like drug run the cartel in Mexico. We're going to change the whole narrative and do that. <laughs> and we're not going to do old Mother Teresa, the one that everyone knows because she always looked old. She was the oldest looking 12 year old in the world. <laughs> she looked 80. No. She was like Benjamin Button, but she just kept getting older. No. Yeah, she wasn't in reverse. She just kept getting older. She was sand at the end of her life. That's how old she was. Now, here's the deal, right? When you get Say Salma Hayek plays her. She's not Indian. So let's get her to be the role. This is Hollywood stuff. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, politics is working. As we've seen, this is the positive you take from this whole nightmare. We can all, without a shadow of a doubt, say most conspiracies are true. <laughs> you know, especially ones uh, that are really believable, like aliens. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, like, we're talking, say Obama gets in and he's got all this morality. He's like the super most moral guy in the world. He gets into office and there's this 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 fax that lands on his desk and it says, you're only here because the real guy who's controlling America is too ugly as a dwarf. And mm. he's basically called Exelon Gray. And he's just too weird for people to deal with. He's actually running the thing. You're just the face of the place. Yeah. Right. It really feels like that, man. Yeah. And their consciousness and their, their morality and their their soul. By the time they've served is gone. You watch them age. Well, you watch them age. You watch them grey. Yep. And the only people who grey as fast as a president are people who've seen a ghost. 
Yeah. Or something Gone terrifying. Something stressful. Yeah, super traumatic, right? Yeah. Which tells you the job, like, I don't really feel a management position like that would give you that kind of stress. There's got to be so much stuff underlying that's really messed up mm. that you're inheriting. Yeah. Like, I think Flint, Michigan would have given Obama months yeah. of sleepless nights, mm. you know? And we're all seeing this, like, we're all seeing this weird celebrity thing that our politicians have. Mm -hmm. why are they they get more airtime than any other tv show ever you know <laughs> you're constantly seeing them and so i think they like their own channel BBC yeah. parliament <laughs> well i think i think there's something in the wake of trump like trump has aged in the last year yeah it, his his hair has gone from you know red squirrel red to squirrel to gray, gray squirrel, squirrel in last year and you think to yourself you know he's probably uncovered some stuff about who's really controlling what. And he was adamantly, I think, moralistically trying to fight that for the whole time, mm. you know? So he's had four years of a battle against politics itself. That's how I see it. But, you know, like, there's so many things he's done bad. And if his sons and daughters are his chief advisor, I mean, really? So you send your son out like Don Jr. goes out on a camping trip and he knows more about hunting than the, the everyday hunter that's been doing it for 50 years. Come on. It, it, it's so weird. Mm. Like, you know, the information he's getting, like Nambia, good information. Nambia. Nambia they, I just spoke to the, the governor of Nambia. There's been so Someone's much gonna of that. Someone's going to do a compilation of the, the It's already happened. And this is the thing I think that every American needs to know. Mm. Or everyone around the world needs to know, I should stay. It's not really an American thing. Global people, if you're Barcelona, if you're here, if you're in Madrid, if you're in the Bronx, New York, wherever you are around Hi. the world. Hi. how you doing? <laughs> you make it in life when someone has done a YouTube compilation of your funniest moments. That's when you know you've become you've, something you've made it. appreciated <laughs> yeah. by the humanity. Of course, none of your stupid moments were deliberately <laughs> stupid. You know, it's not like The Rock, who's got quips in his wrestling career which is really funny no 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 this is stuff that you've said uh disinfectant injections and mm. such just man like it's been so turbulent it's been so insane it's been from the perspective of someone who absolutely adores the usa who's had a lot of influence and inspiration come out of America. And, you know, I used to go to America and it wasn't like you go there for Disneyland. You go to America and it is Disneyland. It's mm. just a whole different, amazing place. And I've seen loads of different, I've lived in different environments. I've done different things. And going there on holiday used to be like literally graduating high school. It mm. was, it was a life thing. Okay. And it's so sad to me to see division in a place that is closer to getting it right bilaterally with their people than probably anywhere else you know there's a lot that they're getting wrong um that they've inherited old hatreds and yeah and the such but when you just see that most people go to america for a better life yep you know that's the common thread absolutely you know um it's not to set up a drug cartel <laughs> expansion. Um, unless you're playing GTA. Unless that's, unless that's your thing. <laughs> I don't know. Could be. But for the most people that go to America, it's for a better life. Mm. Especially refugees and people who've had a crazy hard battle to get to that point where they can. Yeah. The visa lottery that used to exist, I think it still exists for now. 
to come in a, into a point system. Trump actually put that in play, maybe. Mm. Maybe it was a unilateral policy that America decided for America. It's hard because Trump takes credit for everything. Oh, SpaceX went up. Yeah, that's on me. <laughs> I designed that. He's like the... He's like, I'll tell you he is. He's America's real uh, Ricky Gervais character in The Office, David oh. Brent. It's not Steve Carell's office. Yeah. which is good for its own thing. Donald Trump is David Brent, but the American version of it. Mm. You know, it's interesting. Takes Not, the credit. You know, but there's so <laughs> many, there's so many. Here's the thing. There's so many people who aren't going to, you're going to see unemployment on the rise with Biden. Mm. And I'll tell you why, because there's comedians that haven't got any material anymore. <laughs> oh there's impersonators that haven't got any material anymore, right? Yeah. And you were saying like with spitting image, oh, they can't use the Yeah, the, half the their storylines are drying up real fast <laughs> they can't use them anymore man it's crazy well mm. you can it depends different context it's going to be really interesting to see how he stays in public because of course there's interest in the guy forever yeah 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 forever and he likes being on the front page for whatever reason. i can see i mean it wasn't I, i've played throughout all of this time i've played every possibility and one of them i always thought was that there's going to be a, a state of trump Mm. You know, he's just going to move somewhere to add his biggest following and turn it into a country. Mm. Be smart, right? And call it Trump. Trumpland. <laughs> Trumpville. Trumpland. Yeah, all of your hotels are there. They all move to Trump. But all of his, that's a really good way to pacify America because mm. all of his followers would live in that place. Mm. And then you'd really see how genuine he was. Every week you'd have, instead of Sunday mass, you'd have Trump rally. <laughs> Right, and it'd just be the maddest thing that you've ever seen with so freaking weird. monster trucks and everything driving up, you know, like in social distancing, but with monster trucks. Mm. You know, I, honestly, man, like you'd want that for him, though. Who wouldn't want to see that? Mm. I know we're all like, God, that's you know, a reality show for a different right <laughs> reality. I, but here's the thing: wouldn't that really be an amazing way to deal with it? Mm. If Trump had his own place, his own country, if he bought his own state. Moved all of his diehard fans to it, you know. Then he can continue becoming. He can state stay president. president forever. Yeah, and forever. And he can still be. He can set his own precedents. He can have the best administration. He can break all the records he wants to, like he's claiming he is. It would be almost the the best thing to give that guy. Mm. And you know what they call that? What? Virtual reality. Welcome <sighs> to the future. <laughs> the future for Donald Trump and pacifying him for old. Republican brain guys for business guys, entrepreneurs, mm. well powerful business dudes. You, the best retirement gift you can give them is virtual reality delusions. Mm. The game of delusion. It's like the game of life. Okay. But it's delusion. Right. Or holodeck if you're Star Trek inclined. So they can live in their delusion forever. Mm. Right? Like minded. It's a very good pacifier. It's like the grown up version of a dummy for people who've got megalomanical tendencies. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't. I just think it's a sad story. It's all quite sad and traumatic. But on that note, there'll be no Christmas in Canada. But there is a very important festival coming up to our Hindu friends, isn't there? Oh, uh, it, it started on Saturday. So it it's continuing. It started on Saturday, yep. but at time recording, that's now. Tomorrow. Mañanos. No, it's gone. It's gone midnight. Yeah, it's... It's 2 so at time guys. of recording, it's begun. The Hindu thing has started. The Hindu thing? The Hindu thing has started. <laughs> Did you know about it? It's been going on for a while now. 
Yes, uh, happy Diwali yes. to our international Festival friends who celebrate it. Yeah, it's interesting because we like we haven't really talked about that in the past. But I it's, think we've mentioned it last. I year. I think we did very briefly. But, but um, I think like for us, it doesn't usually fall on the time, so it's interesting that it has. But yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting. It's a fun festival and. This year, like everything else, is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be massively you know, different. But you can still socially light the nice distancing. Candles and you know, yeah, I think it's good to family. it's good to uh, it's good to celebrate, but just be sensible. Save the street parties for next year. Yeah, do you know a lot about the Festival of Light? Um, I think there's a few things that are linked to it. I think it's linked to the story of Ram or Rama, Rama and Sita, um, like when he finishes a war or something and comes back it's like a celebration and it's also linked to another god i think it's lakshmi um but yeah it's there, there's a lot of interweaving things and it's basically a big celebration yeah it's it's the biggest in the calendar um, isn't it one, um, one, one of, of i would say one of and it's usually sort of uh mid-october mid-november so yeah. yep yep it's a uh, in a way it's kind of very pre-christmassy it's it's a Hindu mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah, I guess so. Which is every day if you're Hindu, because you got to be thankful for everything mm. every day. I think the Sikhs also um, celebrate it. Yeah. So there's there's quite a few. There's uh, probably groups. nods in Islam too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, it's an interesting. When I passive... learned about it, it was main. It was from a Hindu perspective. So yeah, I that's think what I know. It's for sure. It's probably their holiday. Mm -hmm. uh, I was thinking. Um, you know about Jared Kushner talking about Donald Trump, the the son-in-law of Donald Trump. Right. You didn't know about his younger brother Harry, Harry Krishna, did you? <laughs> Harry yeah, it's it's like he was a wizard uh, in uh, Delhi. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was a wizard in Delhi, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was adopted. The foster parents, because his parents died, mm -hmm. they had this little Z carved into his head. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like Harry Krishna. Good guy. He's got a lot of followers. Yeah. Very popular. Especially in LA. <laughs> big big time vegan following that he's got. Uh Harry Krishna. Yeah. So we'll be back in two weeks. Obviously, it's been a big political discussion. Didn't mean it to be. Hopefully, it's been entertaining. Hopefully, we can put an end to this. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we can, folks, around the world. I think a lot of people internationally have been very invested in this. One thing I will say, just a nod in English news that I didn't cover because the news hasn't covered it. I found this. You know when you're scrolling on uh, news headlines on YouTube, there's yeah. a whole section. Mm -hmm. And you'll see like some dude has just filmed something in the street on his little phone mm -hmm. camera or whatever. Most of the media in Hong Kong was like that <laughs> right now. But basically on YouTube, we saw um, clips of like, a million people for the anti-lockdown process in London. Mm. It's got no media coverage. Mm. I don't think this country's ever blacked out a story that much mm. in my lifetime. So that's interesting. One million people turned out in London to protest the lockdown. Yeah. Uh, mostly because they couldn't get back into their house. They'd forgotten their keys. <laughs> it just happens, you know. But yeah. I want to just rationalize this because I feel like we're ending a chapter. We've been here for a year talking a lot of stuff, coronavirus, lockdown, US politics, world politics, geopolitics. And I think the end of the chapter here, folks, is that I think politically the discussion 
we're going to be stepping forward in a very new world. And it's going to mean stuff for different people in different places. For the US, it means Joe Biden and the Democrats and the first African-American stroke South Asian stroke Indian stroke American stroke Californian stroke person with a red tint in their hair. Female no. vice president. It, yes. There's a lot of strokes in that. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many strokes, I felt like I played golf. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go play golf on a ranch <laughs> right um so i don't know why he came back i don't can you leave <laughs> don't want to leave all right <laughs> all right go away he's a painter now or yeah. something <laughs> that's the craziest thing it's like well you know i missed it when i was in preschool <laughs> Yeah, I like to do the finger paintings. Mm. I just did that in my retirement. He's a novelist. He's mm -hmm. written a book. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Blatantly oh, a ghostwriter. Can he actually right? write a book, George know. W. Bush? He, had, he probably had I love a ghostwriter. I love him. He's the best. He's a great uncle. He really is. He'd be the greatest uncle in the world. It's just so <laughs> sad that he was a politician. He, I think, honestly, if George W. Bush was never a politician... He he would have been loved, beloved by everyone. He was a nice guy, man. Mm. He's a nice mm. dude. There's just all of the stuff going behind him. So we're going to say this transition period. We got Biden in, the Democrats are in. Our answer to it in the UK, we're going to have a cabinet shuffle. And that, by the way, is <laughs> how our politicians dance. They look like a bunch of shuffling cabinets. Shuffling cabinets. Yeah, man. It's sad. It's basically, we're going uh, to change the like furniture the and put it Downing Street, you know. But basically, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's our answer to what's going on in America. Just do the naffest thing you can possibly do representing it. And in Europe and throughout the world, I think there's a shift. Mm -hmm. There's a paradigm shift. Yep. Um, so... I'm just going to call it now. We're probably not going to focus. We'll comment here and there about politics if it's relevant to life and stuff. But I think that I want to I want to tell everyone who's listening, like it is a chapter close. We've been in this lockdown thing for a year. It stopped us. We're on the way to our treehouse and no leaves. Everything's in transition. Things are coming. Things are going to change. Things are going to be energized. Things are going to be great. So I think for me personally, for all this time, you've been with us on this road. We've had season two come out. We've had season three on YouTube come out, the Project FIA show. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for staying with us. And I hope to goodness that there's so many of you listening right now. Just from me to you, positive stuff is definitely coming. It just is. It feels it. There Winds is there's, of change. There is a lot of good stuff happening. And from the perspective of, of all of these intricacies and idiocies and things that I've said, you'll see... Do you mean idiosyncrasies? No, idiocies. idiocies. I, I just speak like an idiot. Okay. We're talking about non-answers. Mm. What? Mm. I'm, I'm, I've got the same gene pool as George W. <laughs> what, what are you talking about, George W.? Um, we're in this situation where there's going to be good stuff around the corner. And I'll just set that in mind because the vaccine's on the way. Trust it. It's actually old school vaccine. I'm just going to tell you this with my doctor's hat on. This vaccine behaves like vaccines used to behave. Mm. That's why it's got to be chilled. Mm. It's, it's very positive. I'm not going to push and sell it, but if you're literally someone in their 90s going down all the way to 55 because you're first come first serve basis, mm. all of us lot, we're, we can die. <laughs> 
uh, you guys are, you know, most vulnerable. Mm. So, of course, let's inject you with virus. Smart. I'm just saying, I just don't know why I turned into Ricky Gervais. I don't know. What I'm saying to you is, good stuff's coming. So whatever your party, politics, whatever all of that is, the division has ended. It's over. There is always going to be something you hate and disagree with. There's always going to be a need to go out there and rant and rage and stuff like this. But let's just focus on positives. We'll be back in two weeks' time. We're going to stick with the uh, bi-weekly until we, we can. Future date. Move in. We just don't get internet that frequently. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, Wins 5G Town made out pizza boxes works exactly how you think it works. Yeah. Great. So, <laughs> we'll move on. And we'll be back in two weeks with more news to talk about, with more things going on, and a future of everything Project FA and FA Goes PC. We'll see you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.